Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Hello, right. Welcome back to the Survival and Big Basic Badass podcast with kevin and chuck today we're gonna talk about what are we gonna talk about about how you shouldn't trust your government um i just wonder i i've been thinking lately with all this going on and the government telling us what to do and a lot of rights being eroded and you could definitely make an argument that um you know, a lot of it is the governors and not, you know, there's certain governors doing really stupid things and certain things that are really smart. You know, um, the big thing is, you know, everybody wants to say, oh, well, uh, they, they shouldn't have mandatory stay at home orders. They shouldn't do, you know, all this stuff. But what's the better solution? What do you have? Like, do you have, you know, oh, well, you know, they shouldn't shut it down. Instead, they should do and. I haven't given it enough thought. I haven't, you know, come up with a solution because I'm not the governor and it's not my freaking job. Um, but I do understand they're in a tough predicament. But that's where, you know, elections matter, where you need to choose your local officials, your governors and your, you know, your town mayor and your, you know, everybody apparently matters, you know, all the way up to your uh, surgeon general and, you know, people making these kind of decisions, your health and human services people and, and that kind of stuff. It all affects who we are and, and, and what we do is as a country. But the bottom line is I feel like we're giving away too many rights and it concerns me how much people trust their government. Um, it's funny. I saw this dumb uh, Joe Biden thing a little while ago, and it was he was doing an interview, and he's like, "Oh, Trump's completely incompetent." And I'm like, "Well, you know, all right, you can make an argument. Let me see what you got to say." And then he goes and and talks, and he's like, "Well, you know, 
if I was president, I would just do 100% of what Dr. Fossey says because he's a scientist and everything he says is a fact. And I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not sure that's really how that works. Um, just because you get a college degree, everything you say is a fact, or I, I'm not sure what's happening. But uh, the bottom line is I, I get concerned when things contradict themselves all over the place. You know, masks and masks will save your lives. Masks won't save your lives, but both are facts. That mm -hmm. That's not exactly how facts work. Um, you know, this many people are dying every day. This many people, according to my model, everybody's going to die. And then, you know, when I hear people getting defensive about it, they're like, well, that was the model if we didn't do anything. And because we did all this great stuff. So you're saying that Trump made right decisions and did the right thing? No, no, that's not what it means. No. If we'd done what Fossey said, then it would have been like zero. And, you know, it's just stupid. But so I kind of wanted to go back and remind you of times in our history where maybe our government shouldn't be completely trusted. For some reason, the modern generation seems to think that our government is infallible and what they say is, you know, the absolute, and they would never have hidden nefarious agendas. And they would just go along to, you know, they're just looking out for the good and we should just keep giving them more and more control. Um, Kevin, anything uh, you want to add to that before we get into these, or are you ready to jump yeah, right I in? Mean, man, where do I start unpacking this? You know, mm. I, my time spent in the government has convinced me that the government is not like a all-knowing, super evil genius that's you know plotting to uh, destabilize and and uh, just you know decrease the population so that only the rich people survive, and they're not. The government isn't competent. I feel like I have to keep reminding people they're not able to do things because they're not they don't they're too big to actually function anymore. The U.S. government specifically is what I'm talking about now, but I don't trust any government. The Chinese government, the the British government, I don't trust any of those motherfuckers. And uh, to think that the government has your best interest in in mind, that's what they're supposed to be doing. Yes, but that's not always the case. What the case is, is they're trying to get reelected. That's what they want. They want to be reelected. They want to solidify power. They want to be able to tell people what to do and how to do it. But they're not capable of, of playing these, these, massive, uh, these massive conspiracies because well, most of the time they get found out. And we're well, going to go over some of the ones that got found out. How many of us have an uncle, an aunt, a grandmother, or somebody out there who's always like, well, you know, I mean, people that older kind of generation where they don't mind speaking their mind and whatever. And you always hear like, they're like, well, you know, somebody needs to tell the poor people what to do, you know, because they just mm -hmm. keep making bad choices. And but you look at the choices they make in their own life and you're like, yeah, you're not really the one who should be doing it. And these are the people who are the college educated and whatever with the prestigious degrees and the teachers and the, you know, and right. they're like, well, I know better. And, you know, cause yeah, we should have freedom except for you making your own choices. Cause you make horrible choices and I know what's best for you. And I'm like, well, right. you don't know everybody's situation. 
you know, in California where we have people, I, I just saw a picture in an article um, of a lady uh, wearing a face mask while taking a dump on the sidewalk. <laughs> I'm like, it's okay to take a dump in the sidewalk in California, but it's not okay to not wear a mask. You know, I mean, yeah, one of those things is literally going to make you sick. Shitting in the sidewalk, that's literally will, will spread disease. Wearing a face mask, maybe, maybe not, but I can promise that the shitting on the sidewalk is going to be an issue. And it just, and they're like, well, where else are they going to shit? You want them to hold it in? That could cause all kinds of problems. Well, yeah. you know, let's, let's talk about other options. You know, I hold of, my shit till I get to a bathroom every single day. <laughs> is that what you do? I've never had to shit on a, on a sidewalk. I kind of go, go back to that movie Idiocracy where, mm-hmm. You know, they're they're drinking some kind of Gatorade electrolyte drink all the time or whatever. And and it's like too much salt or something or whatever. I don't know. And they're like, oh, you need to just drink water. It's the solution, you know, to, to fix this. And, you know, the politicians are all like, what do you mean? Like water, like in the toilet? The guy's like, well. <laughs> it doesn't have electrolytes. Water doesn't have electrolytes. He's like. Yeah, I remember you- that. You don't have to drink it out of the toilet. I mean, it's they're both <laughs> water, but you could just put it in pipes and and in glass, but like out of the toilet. And you're just like, well, yeah, but you're kind of. And I think that's kind of it, you know, where they say, uh, you know, you you can't see your face despite your nose or something. I don't know what the, right. the analogy is. I don't know, but you know. You gotta see past things a little bit. A lot of these arguments fall very, uh, very flat, and you gotta think a little bit bigger. And just because something works on a bumper sticker or whatever doesn't mean it's the absolute agenda. But mm-hmm. I don't know. So, has there ever been a time where our government has actually intentionally misled us? Has that ever happened, Kevin? Oh Jesus! Oh boy, Chuck! <laughs> Did I just open a can of worms? Well, let's first let's talk about the Freedom of Information Act. Um, the long name for the Freedom of Information Act is an act to amend Section 3 of the Administrative Procedure Act, Chapter 324 of the Act of June 11th, 1946, to clarify and protect the right of the public to information and for other purposes. That's the name of the act. All and right. it was passed on July 5th, 1967. And shit started coming out left and right. Oh, that sounds dangerous. Now, the first one I want to get into, because it's it's just my favorite in general, was the proposed gay bomb. Ooh, now this sounds and, fun. Now, it, it also coincided... Is it, a, is it a party in a bomb? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. They dropped disco lights... And boa feather feathers with uh, or boas with feathers, and the whole fucking thing just drops out of the sky, and the party starts. Um, All right, tell, tell me how this might this, work. This coincided the the they were these were proposed weapons, non uh, what were they non lethal weapons? Now and it also coincided with the halitosis halitosis bomb, which is Ooh. supposed to give everyone bad breath. <laughs> That's just fun. That's just rude. And now, what the idea was that they were going to drop a bomb that was going to ha- contain female pheromones on enemy soldiers. 
and it would make everybody so sexually aroused at each other that they wouldn't be able to fight. They'd be so into like um, getting it on with the dude next to them that they wouldn't be able to concentrate on, on repelling attacks and things like that. Uh, they did research on it and found out they could get female pheromones and they could disperse it in an aerial uh, form, like in a, in a spray. And uh, the fact of the matter is there's no evidence that female pheromones sexually arouse men in any way. Oh, so it did fall a little bit short. It did fall a little bit short. And they did tests with gay men using female pheromones and male pheromones and, and gay women with male pheromones and female pheromones. And it didn't really didn't really work on the testing. You and know, I like right their thinking outside the box. Right. I like it. I like it. Right Laboratory um, put out a paper. And the paper, basically what the outcome of the paper said that it was distasteful, but completely non-lethal. So it was gross in general. It didn't work specifically, and, but it didn't kill anybody. So there was that. Mm. There was that. It was just basically completely ineffective in any way. So uh, now, do we have a timeline on that? No, they. That was in um. Uh, what was that? That was the late 1960s, and and okay. it never it never worked out. That they worked like on it, worked on it, but it never. Yeah, it never came to fruition. It was the late 60s. Mm. Um, the one that did work, though. Oh, now you have my was attention. Heart attack gun. Oh, I like that. Now this came out in the. Uh, it was the, they figured this out through the Freedom of Information Act in 1975, and what it was was a gun that shot shot in. Un, intraceable dart that was made out of ice and it left a three millimeter hole in you. It got into the bloodstream, the ice melted and inside was a fish toxin mm. that would cause the heart to stop. So you could basically shoot somebody with this. They would leave only just a small red mark on them and it would completely disappear. There would be no trace of it, you know, cause the ice would melt and the fish toxin would cause your heart to uh, stop. And then it would, uh, you know, and then it would break down into other components that you wouldn't be able to find. But so that feels, I feel like that has real practical purposes, and that might be something we need. And I don't think they were wrong to develop that. So I don't know where you were going with that at all. Well, there are several people that have had heart attacks uh, unexplained. <gasps> Hillary Clinton out with, with uh, yeah, it was all all related to Hillary Clinton. All the ones I read, yeah, she's like a real. A real favorite for conspiracy theorists. She is. They love her. But yeah, maybe that's because the Clintons are kind of, you know, shady. Kind of kind of shady, and people seem to die around them all the time. Yeah, I mean, that kind of opens the door. Mm-hmm. And if I mean, I'm not hanging sure. out on whatever island, pervert island or whatever. Yeah, Lolita Island. Mm. Mm. But I tell yeah. you, she's either she's either eating babies or raping children. Or setting up fake suicides. I'm not sure which one. She might be doing all of them. But, uh, you know, when I think about these types of things, I think um, people give give a lot of these people more credit than they deserve. Yeah. I don't think that she's smart enough to do all that shit. Maybe just the eating babies or just murdering journalists. I'm not sure. But I don't think she can be doing everything they're, they're saying she's doing. You know that, um, yeah. 
So I share things and, and actually uh, Alex Jones, this relates to Hillary and eating babies. You got to wait till I get there. Here. Okay. And so there was a Alex Jones's uh, video and he was talking about, you know, how much this shutdown is really kind of going to screw our economy. And we really are killing a lot of small businesses. And I'm not saying that we go into, you know, I don't know what will happen. To me, spending the kind of money that we're spending has to have devastating effects on inflation and that kind of stuff, you know, with printing all this new money. However, we've printed amazing amounts of money in the past, and it had much less effect than I thought it would. Uh So, you know, it's hard for me to really predict and and say what would happen. But Alex Jones actually put out a uh, video that I shared in the Facebook group that um, was, you know, pretty well thought out and kind of talked about how, uh, how, you know, devastating this kind of thing can be to at least small business and, you know, the, the little guy. We're basically making it so, you know, how is it fair that like Walmart can stay open, but your local hardware store can't, you know, and that kind of thing or Lowe's and not your local hardware store and, and vice versa, mm-hmm. you know, we're really accommodating to the bigger chains, you know, or Dollar General can stay open, but your little, you know, corner convenience store can't when they really both do the same thing just on a different scale. And it really seems to be favoring established bigger, you know, companies. So anyway, all this going on, somebody's like, wow, you know, that's really great and whatever. He he has some great stuff to say. And I, and I put on there, I was like, well, you know, sometimes he says some crazy stuff. And mm-hmm. Somebody responded, and Chuck, you don't say some really crazy stuff or something along that line. And I was like, uh, there. I was like, yeah, you got me. And, uh, but when I started thinking about it, I'm like, wait a minute. Now, Alex Jones was talking about how he had video of Hillary eating babies wrapped in gold foil, her and uh, that Uma or whatever. And Uh I'm like, I'm sure if you search Alex Jones and Hillary and babies in gold foil, maybe it wasn't with Uma, but I think it might've been, I know it was Hillary and somebody else eating the babies and whatever. And I'm like, you know, am I that bad? Is it, am I that far over the edge? Is he, is he Alex, is Chuck Alex Jones level? I don't, I don't know if that's the case. That's, you know, I don't I think like so. That's a little, I think it's kind of like Kevin getting people killed every week. It's kind of, how yeah. much can you take what I say at a hundred percent face value or is it meant to give you something to ponder something mm-hmm. to, you know, Hey, you know, what if, let me just be a little bit more open in my mind, you know, push the narrative just a little bit more. Um, so I wanted to zip through some of these uh, conspiracy theories and, and see if, you know, if you want to expand on them at all, Kevin, or, you know, whatever. But these are kind of things to get you to kind of look, do a little research on your own and and think. I know that if you really want to get crazy and down into it, we did an episode way back. I'll actually repost it after this one um, so you guys can find it of uh, the Federal Reserve. And mm-hmm. we went pretty deep and that goes pretty hardcore back with uh, the Rothschilds and Rockefeller and Kissinger. And, and we talk about a lot of like that. And that, that kind of does go into what Kevin was saying of 
you know, people trying to enslave people or, you know, control the population or, you know, reduce the population. I know Bill Gates is always, uh, you know, the target these days on somebody trying to ruin the world. Um, Bill Gates of- is a national treasure. National I treasure? Will, I will not allow people to bad talk Bill Gates. <laughs> All right. Bill Gates I mean, and Katy Perry, national now, treasures. I'm recording this podcast on an Apple computer. Now, I know Kevin is using a PC-based platform, and I think that might be influencing his decision. Thank you, Bill Gates. Right the only, it's only positive information uh, about Bill Gates that comes through on this computer. I can't even look up negative things about him. And you can email your concerns about that to preppingbadass at gmail dot com or is that that's Google. that's not bill gates i kind of missed it no. on that one i fell short no you dropped the ball on that one all right somehow at what microsoft office.com or where what is <laughs> outlook outlook something whatever it is all right whatever you, you get the point um but there are people who have nefarious agendas and you know it was weird with the uh with September 11th, when uh, what was weird was uh, the day before Rumsfeld was like, hey, you know, uh, there's the, the Pentagon lost $2 trillion. And mm-hmm. then that was kind of going to be a And he's like, I think we need to have Pentagon oversight and we need to start looking into things and, and we need to find out where the money's going and we need to get to the bottom of it. And then the very next day on September 11th, that all goes away and whatever, because the world changed and we're like, no, people forgot he even said that. Right. And now YouTube has actually scrubbed like any mention of that anywhere. So I did find one or two videos, but on YouTube with it, but uh, they're very like, it's hard to put into context. He cut, they kind of cut around it. Like people, We'll have an article talk or video talking about it, and then they'll show a, like a three second blurb of it, you know, where he actually says it. But they don't right. have a lot of the before and after, and it makes it hard. And I remember watching that at the time because that was a big deal. A lot of people were, were kind of, you know, hey, this is a big thing, you know, in like 2002, 2003, that was a big thing going on. Um, and now mysteriously it goes away. Uh, there was also a video, a uh, loose change that somebody put, and it's basically some kind of lefty does a uh, speech in like California at the something or another club. And he basically outlines a lot of things that kind of seem weird. Like, um, a lot of the terrorists that were on the plane and hijacked and attacked the world tower, world trade towers, are still alive and right. were like, um, Hey, you said that I'm one of the hijackers. You're showing my video all over TV, but um, I'm here in Saudi Arabia and I don't know what you're talking about. Right. So there's a lot of shit like that where you're kind of like, huh, well, that's kind of weird. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we're like, Oh yeah, it was these guys. And then they're like, no, not me. Sorry. And, uh, so remember everything got like disintegrated when the World Trade Towers collapsed. They found the the um the bad guys passports just laying in the rubble that looked like brand new. Mm-hmm. That seems like weird. 
you know? Yeah. That, that's, I mean, there's definitely like, suspicious stuff going on there. I'm never going to be a 9-11 truther, but. Um, you know, do you know the impossibility of towers just collapsing on themselves without planned explosion kind of thing and not like going straight down and not destroying everything around it? Now, right now is when you could say, whoa, Chuck, you don't remember Building 7? It did destroy something around it. Well, yeah, it's weird that, you know, way far away, another building also just collapsed, but that's not, I don't know. So anyway, not not a, a 9-11 truther. I'm just saying there, there's reason for suspicion. There's reason to look in there. Um, there was, uh, what else? There was... Uh, Director Kobe and uh, Mockingbird. Hang on, let me. Uh, there, I don't know. I I, I don't want to get too far off task. I guess that's where I get into danger. But like, remember the Lusitania, right? So mm-hmm. the Lusitania was the catalyst that got us into World War One. And one of the things was that uh, the Germans were like, "Hey, you." Uh, you don't, um, you can't be sending passenger ships and going on cruises and whatnot when we're having a war over here. And if we suspect or have reason to believe that they're loading up supplies, right? Um, Unrestricted on, submarine warfare is what right. they what they, and said. they said. Basically, anything that was carrying uh, military supplies was gonna be sunk. Yeah, and so then we uh, go in and they ran papers or sorry, ran articles in the New York Times and in California saying that, hey, if you go on the Lusitania, we have reason to believe that they're carrying supplies. We will do everything we can to sink that ship. And Mm -hmm. the government made every effort to downplay that and to, uh, you know, basically put a stop to them sharing the information and you can definitely read some conspiracy stuff about how we even possibly let people let the information leak about, you know, there being supplies there. Right. And then, you know, so has our government let things play out? Uh, do you remember the Maine, right? The Spanish American war, the Maine USS Maine in 1898 was one of the like catalysts to us, you know, joining the war and we were like, oh yeah, it's cause we hit a mine and you know, in Havana there and they, uh, by the Spanish, right. In Havana Harbor. And so we were like, oh, the Spanish did it and we need to go to war with them. And officers on the ship, the ones who survived, like three quarters of the ship was killed. And, uh, was, we're like, no, no, it was, uh, we had a coal fire and it was right by the battery, and that's how things blew up. And we're like, no, no, we're it, it was the Spanish. We got to go to war. That's it. And, you know, whatever. How many times has things played out like that in history? Now, I would even go as far. Let, let's fast forward. Um, you know, we first remember we had all these. Uh, we had a whole bunch of things getting exposed from the CIA and a bunch of leakers saying, and, and this is before Snowden. And they were like, hey, you know, your government's spying on you. We started hearing about the Utah Center. And everyone's like, yeah, but that's just conspiracy and crazy. And then so, and it would be, you know, one small person here and there saying things. And then Snowden comes out 
And he's like, hey, not only am I saying it, but here's all the proof. Right. And, you know, that kind of thing. And it goes, he exposes everything, shows all kinds of documentation, gives up his citizenship, gives up, you know, basically his right to freedom for forever. Because there's right. no way that guy can feel safe anywhere he goes. And then mysteriously, nobody cared. We're all mm-hmm. like, yeah, yeah. But, you know, really, they, they're looking out for me. And they're just doing that to protect me. And mm-hmm. and that kind of seems to be our mindset. People are very quick to give up rights and become complacent. And that's what I worry about. That's where I see the danger. Um, and it just kind of got me thinking about it more so lately when, you know, all these things are, you know, turning on you. And, yeah, I think, you know, I think that the coronavirus is real. I think people are dying. Um do I know what the real cause was? No, I don't. Do I have a big theory? Nothing that, you know, is concrete enough that I would I would put out to the public. I just, I feel like we're very trusting and accepting of the government and just assume they constantly have our best interest at heart. Um, yet we constantly seem to deny facts that are right in front of us. And I feel like it's a very dangerous place to be. I feel like we're very complacent as Americans and allowing our country to slip. And, you know, it goes back to like Nazi Germany and stuff and and the kind of control they had. Um, You watch old movies like Firefox or something and you see kind of how the Russians, you know, really had a tight control on the people and the KGB and they really, you know, had a grip and, and neighbors snitching on neighbors. Well, we're not far away from that kind of thing. You know, are we not setting up snitch lines in certain states where you can call and report? I think New York City had one and, and a couple other states. Yeah, Cal- the entire state of California had that. Had a snitch a while. Okay. Yep. Um, I think in New York City, it ended up being filled with penis photos. Is that what happened? Yeah. Yeah. And I appreciate the trolls for that sort of shit. You know, sometimes you got to dick bomb somebody. <laughs> And if it's uh, de Blasio, then even better. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure he scrolled through every single one of those just to verify. Just to verify. Just to verify. Yeah. Um, de Blasio would be the great mayor of New York City. Um, if right. Those of you outside communist right. New York. Well, I'm sure you're all familiar with our corrupt governor, uh, Governor Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo, who uh, – Everyone, for some reason, everyone is screaming about how he's the greatest fucking thing ever and needs to be president and blah, blah, blah. But you don't live in New York State. If you live in New York State, you know how much of a piece of shit he is. He's good at talking in front of a camera. That's true. I'll give him that. He's also great at taking everybody else's money. Yes, yes. He has that market cornered. Um, Mm -hmm. and, And somehow demanding that now that he's spent all of the New Yorkers' money, that uh, now should, yeah, everybody else in the country should also pay for everybody it. else in the country should step up because mm-hmm. if you ever watch TV and appreciated a movie where the Empire State Building was in it. Mm, yep. See, you maybe not watch the second Home Alone where, you know, Macaulay Culkin is going on. Yeah. You mm-hmm. guys are part of that. And right. Trump's in there. You guys were part of that. That means you enjoyed some of what New York has to offer. I think you need to send them some money because. Yep, you get your checkbook out. Have you guys ever eaten an apple? Yep, send New York a check. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, That's it right. all comes from the Big Apple. The big They're apple. all little apples ch- little chipped bites. off the Big Apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, that's how it works. Basically, just just write New York a check, and and we'll call it that. This is the same governor who was like, you know, if you move out of my state, I'm going to audit you because nobody should be leaving New York. That right? That's a governor who has your back. That's where things start to get into a dangerous road. Um, so the bottom line is just be careful on how trusting you guys really are and what you believe. And I think you need to start maybe, uh, what was the other one? Wasn't there something on our Facebook group where, oh, I know what it was. So they just reauthorized the Patriot Act, which is the most ridiculous invasion of privacy that we have. And uh, so both, it's funny because the Republicans came out with it and the Democrats were like, this is ridiculous. This is the most offensive violation of people's rights that we've had in this country. And we're so offended. And you know, when Democrats are saying they're offended by your liberties being stepped on, there's a problem. But then like four years later, they're renewing it or whatever. And the Democrats are like, um, yeah, we're in control and we don't want to mess things up. We're just going to kind of keep it going and, and pretend that nobody knows anything. And the Republicans right. are like, yeah, look at this violation of people's rights. We'd be totally offended if if you were to pass that. And the Democrats are like, yeah, um, let's just do that quick and quiet. And they pass it mm-hmm. again. And then it goes back to the Republicans. And then now they're like, oh, yeah, I think we're just going to go ahead and renew that now. And could we maybe expand on it a little bit and maybe take some more? Now, it's funny because what they did, I'm sure lots of bad things have happened because when they change things, they always sneak in little stuff that you don't realize is a problem until it, until it affects you, right? Right. And so they basically made it so that the FBI can access your web browser history without uh, without, um, without a, a warrant. warrant. Now, the thing is, um, you know, people are like, well, well, where'd you get that information? And we're like, the news? Because um, mm-hmm. sometimes, you know, people are crazy and whatever. We're so distrusting of each other, but whatever the government says is mysteriously infallible. And that's where I find it right. very concerning. Um And then even so, keep in mind, they've already been able to access your browsing history. It's not a new thing. It's been happening for forever. And it's funny, all the cop shows I watch, whenever somebody wants to get a warrant, it's just bullshit. And they're like, oh, look, this crackhead on the corner told me that they saw him do something bad. So, Mm -hmm. you know, clearly you should give me a warrant. And that's about how hard it is to get a warrant. But- Right. That may not be true. I don't really know. I'm not a cop. I've never gotten a warrant to, you know, filled out for somebody. But I imagine it's not that hard because we see shit go down all the time where they have no facts. So right. who knows? But anyway, as I digress, what you should be concerned about is now they can use that information in court. See, it was one thing to be able to look at it, and it's another for it to be used legally against you. And that's where right. you know, you're adding another step. Although for them to go back and be like, yeah, well, you know, we could just need a warrant because look at what we found here. We just need you to make it legal. I can't imagine that hadn't happened at some point. Right. But 
anyway, just be aware your rights are being taken away. And the more we become complicit, and that's the thing, like I said, I'm cool with things, people staying home, but I do see, you know, these videos and stuff of people, you know, well, I opened my business because my family's starving to death and somehow I can't get unemployment. And Mm -hmm. I mean, not me, I'm working and whatever, because, you know, me and Kevin were essential kind of guys, but just to say, you know, because you work at Walmart checkout, you're essential and that's me and Kevin. Mm -hmm. You, You can always see us handing you a bag with a happy smiley face on it. Or you do you not right. have bags in New York? No, they're against law now. Okay. So, thank you know, you, I mean, thank you, Governor Cuomo. No plastic right. bags. Freedom. You got to bring your own bags with you when you go grocery shopping. Yeah. Freedom, you know? Um, Freedom. And bringing your bags into the store and setting them on the conveyor and all this stuff, that won't have anything to do with spreading uh, germs, would it? No. Well, they actually, they actually rescinded that plastic bag thing temporarily. Oh. You're not really? allowed to bring your own bags now. I didn't realize that, but I brought my bags <laughs> in, and there's a big sign that said no, no. So uh, all it I takes is heard- one uh, major emergency, and and they and realize the their laws change. are fucking stupid. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's the thing. But I mean, so- the thing is, they never once they take a small, you know, it's a small thing. Oh, they can look at your browser history without a warrant. It's a small right. thing. Right. Whatever. It's not a big deal. But they never give those rights back to you. It only goes one way. And when we found out they were spying on us, when Snowden came out with all that information, they were spying on us. It didn't stop it. It didn't. They didn't say, oh, all right, well, we're going to have to pass the law and make this again. No, they passed the law to make it legal. So now right. they can do it legally. They were doing it illegally before. Right. But it didn't right. fix anything. You know, it didn't right. make it so that the government wasn't spying on us. It just made it so they could legally do it. And, but, you know, these, what is, all right. So Ronald Reagan has a lot of great quotes. I love the guy for the shit that he said. He just, no, comes up with great stuff all the time. Just like this with Trump and everybody, he's had some missteps in his career. You know, I can't have a machine gun and I find that offensive. And, and some of you mm-hmm. have some distrust for Reagan, but I got to say, when I was younger, I had all Reagan's like speeches in my iPod because, man, that guy could freaking paint America as the greatest place in the world. And, man, he could mm-hmm. do a great job of really selling freedom. Um, he actually got a lot of that from uh, Barry Goldwater, who was like his predecessor, who ran for president prior to Reagan. Um, Ronald Reagan has some great ideas on freedom. And I know that he's made some bad choices and signed some bad deals but think about what Kevin's saying, and and some of these are really you know things that you should hold dear and understand. So Kevin, what do you got? Yeah, says uh, Ronald Reagan said, uh, "Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. It must be fought for, protected, and handed on for them to do the same." So basically. Every generation has an obligation to push back against the government when it comes to freedoms. We should be allowed to, I mean, you know, I've gone on rants about this before. You know my opinions on this. But, uh, you know, every little thing that the government takes away from you never comes back. So every little thing should be fought for tooth and nail. Don't give them a fucking inch. That, that should be our fucking motto right there. Don't give them a fucking inch. Kevin, get hot on that. I think we need a patch. 
All right. All right. Prepping, new prepping badass patch is going to say, don't give him a fucking inch. That's what I say. That's right. That's, um, a, that's, that's the badass uh, motto, motto, right, motto there. right there. Don't give him a fucking inch. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, I just read uh, North Carolina state motto, some Latin thing, and uh, it, it says, uh, oh, fuck. Now, now it's it, gone. It translates to... Oh, it's a, it's a Latin a motto? Hey, I'm going to get it here. It, it translates into don't give him a fucking inch is what I, I recall. So, mm -hmm. um, all right. I'm, I'm trying to Google it for you. I don't usually do that to you guys. I'm pretty good on on uh, being cool. Uh, well, and having you know, I think a lot of the time. Thank yeah, you. I think a lot of the time, you know, a lot of us think that, you know, we're in trouble because terror is coming to get us. The terrorists. It's oh. the terrorists. It's the disease. It's the COVID. It's there's always yeah. something that's fucking after you. So, you know, the government's got to protect you. You can't take care of yourself. Yeah, exactly. So here, here's what it is. Sorry about that, guys. But uh Virtu Enum Ipsa non tam multi prediti esse quam videri volum. Yeah, because who hasn't seen that? But uh it means to be rather than to seem. And I was like, what the fuck? And when you think about that, that's a pretty great motto. But mm -hmm. it's not that as is, great I as like that. Don't to be rather than to seem. I'm like, that's mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. And somebody was defending the laws in the state saying, well, we would never do that because our freaking motto is this. And I'm like, wow, right. you guys are kind of hardcore over there in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. But so anyway. That said, um, the prepping badass motto is going to be don't give them a fucking inch. Mm, and I, I just like say, it. fuck it. Now, with that in mind, and Kevin setting the new standard here, um, with that in mind, just realize the sacrifices people are making to defend freedom and to try and protect you and try not to let it go unnoticed. You know, a lot of bad things happen. I mean, that's the thing. Nobody's going to ever come be a whistleblower and give up their freedom after, you know, they see what happened to Snowden. Nobody cared. Nobody protested in the streets and said, hey, stop this. We still do it. Well, we still do it. Sorry. Um, we had, what was it, Clapper or, or whoever, you know, went before Congress and was like, oh, yeah, um, yeah, the uh, we do do that, but... Uh, you know, we don't want to talk about it. And Congress is like, oh, okay. And, you know, I mean, all this stuff was verified that the government's been spying on you and nobody cares. They're just like, yeah, mm, yeah. Nope. You know. But, you know, we're going to work really hard to crack down on the people stealing our shit. And, oh, yeah, right. we did make some horrible, excuse me, Trojans that can backdoor into people's and companies' private security. And, yeah, we did protect it very well and now it's open source to the whole world um you know that kind of thing what was that want right. cry or whatever and all that yeah but, all that shit was developed by the u.s government and released accidentally by the u.s government because the u.s government is incompetent like i've always been saying that's why they couldn't plan 9-11 that's why they couldn't plan all these elaborate conspiracies because they're fucking idiots they're a bunch of fucking idiots they're a bunch of boomers that are running the whole goddamn country and they don't even understand technology and the laws they're fucking passing. You now, can't count on them to protect you because they can't protect themselves because they're fucking imbeciles. And yeah. we 
we, the people, keep electing these retards. You know, it's we can't blame them. It's our fault for being idiots and voting for people that can't even uh, form a cohesive thought. Yeah, that sounds right. You know, you know, it's sad when the guy running for president, instead of saying, name one thing he's done, people are like, name one complete sentence he's had. You know, that's the right. big joke going around the Internet now, because, mm-hmm. man, if that guy can't put together two words. Um, yeah. And, I, you know, I feel like this next election is really fucked up because we got the choice from yes. one incredibly old, unhealthy geriatric uh pervert and another really old unhealthy geriatric pervert yes you know i feel like it's correct (laughs) yeah we've we're you know we're, we're voting between two people that are the exact same incompetent and arguing about you know which which one fits our our country's identity better doesn't yeah. even make any goddamn sense. You know, I, I would say it's a far cry from John F. Kennedy to where we are today and what we're electing, you know? Right. Um, and Where's our he, John Adams today? He's not around because you wouldn't vote for him because he's he got bad teeth. He's got bad teeth. You, you guys are so freaking judgy, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm just yeah. saying maybe – Pay attention to what's going on. Pay attention to your rights. Pay attention to freedom. And I hate to say it, you know, it wasn't really the theme of today's show, but maybe you guys really need to start preparing for some kind of economy dip and America to be slipping. And as preppers, you need to be paying attention. And I got to say, I think there might be some inflation coming and things could get a little rough and you guys need to start stepping up your game and start protecting your freedoms and your right to do things. And, you know, don't trust everything the government says. I guess that's how the freedom ties in with this is, you know, the government keeps saying, oh, it doesn't matter that we print all this money. None of this will hurt you at all, whatever. And I'm not saying you should panic. I'm saying you should prepare. Right. I don't want people to run crazy. I want people to prepare. And that's what freedom is really about. When you're prepared you can make choices for yourself and your own family. And that's what you need to do. You need to prepare and you need to understand what's going on. And the more we can defend our rights and our freedoms, the more prepared we can be because the more control we have of our lives. Right. So with that, stay safe and we'll talk to you guys next week. Survival and Basic Badass Podcast is a proud member of the Self-Defense Radio Network. Mm.